0: Hey, I'm Daniel, a political activist and campaigner turned management consultant turned coach. And this is PoliticWise, the podcast where politics meets personal development. Let's face it, it's easy to criticize those in politics, but being in politics is not an easy ride. And yet, for many who make the leap, it's worth it. They can make a real difference. So, how can we have both? How can we make a difference? while at the same time showing up as the best version of ourselves? It's a question that's been with me for the last 20 years. First, when I started out as an activist leading an NGO, then when I did a PhD in politics, and later when I quit my job in consulting to help build up a political movement and run an election campaign. and Today, as I coach young leaders who want to make a difference while staying true to themselves. I know the answers are out there, so join me on this podcast we'll hear from political leaders from psychologists neuroscientists philosophers about their findings and experiences And together we learn about the ideas mindsets and tools of wise people in politics and beyond let's go My guest today is Silke Gebel. Silke has been a member of the State Parliament of Berlin for the last 11 years. She's been leading the political group of the Green Party in the State Parliament of Berlin. And Silke and I, we crossed paths 15 years ago working for the same NGO. So we talk about what was it like for her to move from political activism into politics what were the skills and the qualities that she developed in her time as a political activist that she could use in politics? And as always, my guest on the podcast, Zilke, shares her advice and her insights working in politics. Silke, it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you and to have you on the podcast. I, I counted earlier, it's been 15 years since the last time that we interacted <laughs> back then We were in the Young European Federalist Movement, like an NGO, both political activists. I was just starting and and you were just ending your mandate. But I think the the more interesting part for the listeners would be since then, you've been in in politics and quite actively in politics, leading a group of the Green Party here in the Berlin Parliament. Let's start there. If you compare those two worlds, activism and politics, What for you are the big differences or perhaps even the the similarity of being in those two worlds?
1: Yeah, first of all, I'd like to say that it's great to to be with you here on this podcast. And I always like to remember on the old days in Jeff. And I think the the big difference between the political party and young European federalists is or was then that... Young European Federalists had one thing. This was Europe and European integration and a party. And I, I, I went to the Green Party is more focused on political issues. So political debates, the arguing, the policy is more, more polarized than it was in Jeff because Jeff is a multi-partisan organization. And, but, and that was all the reason for me. After 10 years of Jeff, that I went to the Green Party because I wanted to fight for climate neutrality. I wanted to fight for um, social issues. And I always had the feeling in Jeff, we talked about more Europe, but we didn't talk about the policy because then the party fight started. But what is the similarity is that there were people, young people, who wanted to take responsibility for. The society for for us living together in a better world and yeah that's the reason for me to start with politics to live in a world and to make the world a bit better and yeah i think this is what what's combined what's what is the boss worlds this is i think good that there are people starting to do things voluntarily to change the world to a better place hmm.
0: Did you ever feel, so this is coming from me because I felt sometimes frustrated as an activist because I thought, okay, yeah. you know, we need to be in parliament to really change this. Did, did you ever feel, feel that way?
1: I am convinced that bringing people together changes something already because yes, it's about changing the law putting money into certain projects, et cetera. But I think that there are certain points where you can influence the society or the world. And I mean, if you look at Fridays for Future, they have a huge impact on politics and it's just a movement, so to say. And I think also that Jeff had their moments in the history, and they still can have the moments. For example, when there was the European enlargement and also the constitutional treaty, <laughs> if you remember. Yes. I think that they have had a very huge impact on being a bridge to society and European Union. And I think that a system is heartless if it's not lived by its people. And there you need activists who believe in the European system. So bringing people together, talking about certain issues, certain problems from an Italian, a Polish, a Norwegian, Slovenian, or German perspective and find, you know, the European core in it is certainly something worse because these people will spread the word and, you know, then. I think that you had this issue also in a podcast from you, but you know, you talk to one person, this person talk to two persons, and then yeah, it goes around. And this was the idea to bring the European spirit all over Europe. Yeah. I was frustrated because I didn't <laughs> want only to talk about the European spirit, you know? <laughs> okay, <because got> it. <laughs> I wanted to have a European Union which is climate neutral. And because yeah. it was Jeff is They get the conservatives and the Greens and the social Democrats and the liberals and all the others, and especially those from not being green had big problems talking about climate neutrality and also special social and policy. And this was for me frustrating. And that was the reason why I left, especially in the days when I was in Jeff. And I loved Jeff very much, but there were few women.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very few women. (laughs) So when I went to the Greens, it was like, oh my God, oh, there are a lot of female people who do politics and it's not special. It's just normal.
0: Yeah. yeah. Was Jeff, was the NGO a training ground for you of sorts of, you know, for for the Green Party or for politics?
1: Before I was in Jeff, I was active in the Protestant church movement. That's what I did. Like young people could be there in their free time. And then we may, we traveled and, and all this, so I was always active in communities with a certain value-based approach. And I think what I learned in Jeff is taking more responsibility for groups, anticipating what people could think could do, but you know, always to bring the group together to have a, a good output. And handle people from very different backgrounds, and doing the KJP as a KJP, antragsfahren, whatever uh, in English.
0: It's like uh, to get funding, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the application, to of... write think...
1: applications mm-hmm. for the, from to the European mm-hmm. Commission or the federal government, mm-hmm. or the, yeah, this is mm-hmm. what I learned there. Do paperwork, and I was an intern in the secretary of the Young European Federalists. And for some reasons, the secretary general and the assistants, or the full-time employees weren't able to work there anymore. So it was up to me to organize the national congress and international seminar and an alumni event. And yeah, this was quite learning. And I, I also learned something. And this is always in my mind when I talk about digitization in the very old days when we didn't have emails, but only you know, we, because Jeff is a very old organization, like founded in the fifties. So they, they sent out the, the first motions, you know, because then you invite for a Congress and then you send out the motions and then they send the first always in pink and the second in green or something.
0: And this sounds like also like procedures, you know, organizing something, yeah. inviting people. And, so, yeah. and I guess this sure. is something that you needed in politics as well, right? Like you, you needed sure. to figure out the legislative process.
1: Yeah. yeah, the process and deadlines, you know, stick to the deadlines and you have to anticipate whether someone wants to do an amendment and you have to give them the time. And I think I learned a lot about democracy and how, how you can... Have a living democracy because you have to give people all the space that they need. and I learned about open space you know this is a procedure or you can make debates
0: So there are quite a few things then there and but was there anything that you needed to learn when you went into politics that you yeah, that perhaps that you didn't have from Jeff but needed to pick up quickly in your political jobs?
1: I think that I learned and Jeff to bring it all together because, you know, this multi-partisan organization and what people who have only a, a queen party, socialists, social mm. yep. is that they are, they can polarize more their positions, mm. you know, and I think it's on the one side, it's, it's very good to, to polarize their positions on the other side, I think it's very important to have people like me who have learned in their first political life, bringing positions and people together and make good compromises, because I strongly believe that a good compromise is a pillar of our democracy. But you only can do good compromises when you have polarized positions, you know, well, when I mean, you have clear positions. And because I'm always like, yeah, but, you know, one side and the other side, and, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not like, yeah, but 150%, we need to do this. So this is what I'm learning more and more when you're in an environment that is at best, very similar positions, you know, then you you can train like on one position very good. And I, what I learned, I said it earlier is this, this feminist way of debating, or when I went to the Greens, they had this, when you have a debate and it's a man and a woman and a man and a woman, well, they have a quota system for having a debate. Yeah. And we didn't have this on Jeff. And then I, I raised my hand and then they said, I'm the next on the list. And I, I still remember this feeling how this, this felt so empowering because in Jeff, it was at this time a little bit different. And this, I will never forget this feeling of empowerment. And this is something that I think that Jeff has learned it now as well as an organization. But when you look to society and what a good society in a better world can be, then you have to have empowered people, you know, and people who don't Mm. have the feeling they need quotas, but that they just have their place because they're good enough as they are. But I think that our society needs more empowerment structures, and maybe also some quotas that everybody can have their place. And because I will never forget this feeling, this is something that helps me to think about or to, to work on a society where everybody has their place.
0: And Silke, yeah. you're saying empowerment and, and how structures can empower people. Mm. When I talked to, to your team, they, they mentioned, hey, talk, talk with Zilke about her role as a a mentor to us and Mm -hmm. can you say a little bit about that mentoring in politics or is this something that you find important or why or how does this look like for you
1: Mm. i think okay so i i had the feeling that i never had a real mentor maybe one or two people but not like really a real mentoring program or something and I always try to give people undemanded advices (laughs) on how I would solve things but then I always try to tell them that this is only my way and they have to find their own way this is my main advice that I think it's about certain attitudes you know take responsibility for the Whole society and, and try to be a good person. This is what I always tell everybody. You always have, you know, you, you wake up every morning and then you have, it's your choice. What a politician you want to be. If you want to be a politician who wins because you argue bad about other people or because you show what good ideas you have. I am thinking of the second wave. <laughs> and this is, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's every day you walk, up, wake up and it's, it's your, decision. That's what I try to tell the people. And that maybe this is also because I'm it's for 20 years now in political organizations. Some things come again. They, you don't want repeat. You know, a lot of things are repeating. Because it's about interaction between people. And so I I, I try to tell the people what action leads to which reaction and what what's happened then and I think good mentoring is to empower people to be the best person they can be and not a good copy of myself you know yeah, yeah. this is what I try to do when I when I yeah have when I when I'm in the mentoring mode <laughs> yeah to to raise questions and all this
0: it's like also what you shared earlier because you don't have that back big mentor in your own a political mm-hmm. life, it's been more for you like, like learning by doing, just to like th- be thrown in, into the water. And at the same time, what I'm hearing is you see the value in mentoring others, at least giving that support while at the same time telling them, hey, this is how I would have done it, but you need to make your own decision.
1: Yeah, because I think the worst thing that people are doing is bringing people into positions and then, you know, like either let them alone or to be too close to them. You know, it's it's about the a good balance that people can ask whenever for help or advice, but they know also the right to do their own mistakes because the best teacher is, is a mistake. That's mm-hmm. what I just read somewhere. And I think it's very true. And also for my situation right now, I mean I You just said earlier that I was, for seven years, almost the group leader of the Greens in the Parliament, and uh, now I I went a step to the side, as as I said it, and someone else. And it's now a time for me also to think about what what happened. Um, And I don't know whether, because I said earlier that you learn from a mistake, but sometimes you learn also from the moments that you... (laughs) didn't plan yourself (laughs) and on the opposite of success you know Mm -hmm. and then you can be stronger and can be more reflective and can be a better politician or person and it makes us stronger but you know for this it's necessary that you are sometimes also in this situation because then you can better improvise
0: yeah Uh, better improvise and i heard reflect like t- time for reflection
1: reflect of course yeah and you need to have this reflection from time to time yeah and of course you need to be able to their ability to listen you know this is also what i try to tell the people that it's important to listen and to learn and to think about and to 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 know why you're doing things i think i'm always explaining why i'm doing things what i'm thinking and then yeah mm. This is yeah. also how I teach my 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 children, you know, I I don't say like, don't touch this, don't do this, but mm-hmm. like, if you do this, then do the, it's a very explaining way of educating mm. people.
0: Yeah, and then they figure out their own how and that their own, their own purpose on that. Yeah, and what it really find, find valuable, I'm linking it back to now what you said of the one, one piece of advice that you give is for people to daily, think about this question of who they want to be, what kind of politician do they want to be? Because I, I guess it's an easy thing to think about that when you go into politics or when you run for office, you need to mm. think about that. But then perhaps in the busyness of life to forget it, just like I think in most situations, not just politics, you forget to think about these things. So like, and you're saying a daily reflection really, really helps, Or at least just like asking yourself this question regularly.
1: It's, I think it's important that you have, especially when you're in, in politics, as I have been, like on a very high level, that you have your time to reflect on what it does to your personality. And yeah, on which values you took, take your decisions, that you have the time to think about it and to rearrange your compass or to. To hold you, have your compass, you know, on a, on a clear course, and I, I think that also for this Jeff helped me a lot because maybe you, you know, you said earlier that you were kind of frustrating because you had the feeling that it didn't have any impact. I would say that Jeff and debate with people who maybe never managed to be in active projects because they didn't want to or whatever. I mean, being Full time in politics is also a huge privilege that I I know that not many have. So I, I took it. I know that it's a privilege, but having these debates with people and on a very how to say a moral level helped me to have a very profound European thinking my way is always to find a solution that fits for a lot of people, you know, who doesn't produce losers because in an organization like Jeff it's it's not about someone has to win or someone has to lose. It's that you know we find a way together because the civil society organization and the whole idea of Jeff is, you know, to find majorities for Europe. And we know that there are not so many <laughs> Who believe so strong in Europe as we do? So this is very, very deep in me. This is something that helps me to be the politician that I am. And these times, because and then I always when people ask me, "And what is your profession?" I mean, I studied administrative science, but being in JF, yeah. being also in the Green Party as an as an activist and as a volunteer, this was kind of my educational way. You know, yeah. because yeah. You, I learned interacting with people and you always you also see that if you lie to people or if you if you are if you don't dare to say the whole truth, it comes back to you. Because you always see the people try so three times or four times. And even you know, people when people lie, they don't do it with purpose, but they sometimes are afraid to say the whole truth. Course. You don't want to make other people sad or whatever. But you know, in at the end you make people more sad when you don't say the whole truth in the beginning and because I'm sometimes I'm a very lazy person. So you know it makes less work when you do the whole truth from the beginning. And this is also something you learn that you have to have the courage. To- uh-huh everything at
0: the beginning yeah and there's so many points time is running out unfortunately and i want to respect your time there's so many things i think we could (laughs) dive deeper into just one one comment i think the americans would say you've been a community organizer someone who's built communities uh, as an activist i think this is how i don't want to compare you to him i don't know if you appreciate the comparison but i think president obama (laughs) always (laughs) talked of himself as a community organizer so Yeah.
1: yeah yeah
0: Perhaps um, as if, if afraid that you yeah. said
1: on Trump, but then you know, no, no,
0: no, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> um, to wrap it up, one last piece of advice that you would give yourself if you could start from the beginning:
1: hmm. be more brave in saying what you want in policy. You know, mm-hmm. because I did what I think a lot of women do, but I mean, I know that there are always men who do this. I came to this organization, and then I I did all the organizational stuff because I'm I was a person who who took responsibility, and there was a lack, so I I just did it, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But in these times, I I forgot to learn how to raise my voice in in policy, and I I tried to, but. Because I was very, my positions and the policies were very contrary to a lot of other people there. So no one supported me because I think I was very hot and I just, yeah, I didn't really fit in the majority. So, and I if I look back, then I would say follow your heart and fight for a social Europe and a climate neutral Europe. And maybe you annoy people, but just yep. do it
0: yeah maybe you annoy people but just do it silica thank you so much for taking the time it's been a real pleasure honor to have you on Uh, thanks for sharing hey this is daniel thanks for listening i hope you liked the episode please share it with someone who might find it valuable as well and if you have a topic you'd like me to cover or a guest i should talk to let me know you can find out more on my website head over to politicwise.org until the next time